Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Passionate plea related to D.C. violence. I'm Nick Ainelli. We've got the latest after a teacher apparently inadvertently sends explicit images to students. At 1110, TV Guide's Matt Roush talks about a new HBO thriller. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele. I'm Allison Keyes in the Washington Bureau. California is in the crosshairs of storms and likely heavy rain and flooding again this weekend. Mark Chenard at the National Weather Service warns. We have another atmospheric river moving into California. That rainfall is going to continue through the day today and tonight. It's going to slowly shift down the state as we go through the day. So right now it's mainly central northern California. This is deadly tornado slammed into Georgia and Alabama. CBS's Donya Backus with some terrifying moments from the storms. In Alabama, a tornado ripped through historic downtown Selma. We ran in this room. Right Amanda here. McLeod and her fellow teachers protected eight infants as a tornado tore through their church daycare. And when the power went out, I was just, you know, I just shielded him, the little, the little one, the seven-week-old one. CBS News has learned that about 20 classified documents have been recovered from two locations tied to President Biden. Some of the material is marked top secret. CBS's Bradley Blackburn explains what that means. To be labeled top secret... Information needs to be judged to be extraordinarily damaging to the United States should it get into the wrong hands. This week, the Justice Department appointed Special Prosecutor Robert Hur to determine whether any laws were broken. The files recovered in Washington and Delaware are said to date back to Mr. Biden's time as vice president. Among the big questions, who moved the documents and why? Bradley Blackburn, CBS News, New York. Friday the 13th lived up to the opposite of his reputation last night as someone won the gigantic $1.35 billion jackpot. CBS's Dana Jacobson. Last night's single winning $1.35 billion jackpot ticket sold in Maine. It's the first ever Mega Millions jackpot win in the state, also the second largest prize in Mega Millions history. If you are superstitious, officials with Mega Millions say there's a history of beating the odds on Friday the 13th over the years, six previous Mega Millions jackpots were won on Friday the 13th. That missing clouded leopard from the Dallas Zoo, Nova, is safely back in her space now, but police say... It is our belief that this was an intentional act, and so we have started a criminal investigation. The pretty 25-pound creature was found on zoo grounds with the help of a heat-seeking drone. Across the nation, there are tributes to the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. ahead of what would have been his 94th birthday. The King Center in Atlanta has launched a slate of summits meant to teach the public ways to transform unjust systems across the nation. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 888-74-STEEL and get a quote today. On Saturday, January 14th, 31 degrees, partly cloudy, windy, and cold, highs in the low to mid-40s. Morning, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. Virginia Democrats have announced a series of new gun violence prevention bills in the state Senate.
after several shootings. One bill would require gun owners in Virginia to lock up their guns at home when children are around. Senator Jennifer Boisco, who's sponsoring the legislation, says the bill would stop tragedies like the shooting in Newport News that happened last week when a six-year-old allegedly shot their teacher at school. Another piece of legislation introduced would ban the purchase and manufacture of assault-style weapons made after a certain date, while a third proposed law would make it illegal to sell parts of a gun without serial numbers to try to prevent the creation of ghost guns. Democrats say the bills are common-sense firearm safety laws to address the gun violence epidemic, while Republicans criticize some of the legislation, including Senator Boisco's bill, saying on Twitter that it would only make it harder for people to protect their property and families. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. The debate continues around area school systems when it comes to the future of police in schools. One local system is closely considering putting security guards in its buildings. In Fairfax County, we seem to have adopted the strategy of hope. We hope it won't be our school next time, our kids. That's parent Matt Shemp advocating for increased elementary school security at a school board meeting this week. Superintendent Michelle Reed's proposed fiscal year 2024 budget includes $400,000 to boost security at elementary schools, which don't have school resource officers. We're committing to coverage at at least an officer in each region to Support our elementary schools as a responsive officer. The budget also includes a three and a half million dollar investment in cybersecurity and a three percent market scale raise for all employees. A final budget is scheduled to be approved at the end of May. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A passionate plea from a DC council member fed up with children being victims of gun violence in the past few weeks. I'm asking for a ceasefire. That's the kind of language you hear in war zones. DC council member Janice Lewis George said she's tired of dealing with tragedies, specifically referring to the three children, six, eight, and nine years old, who have been hit by stray bullets in the last two weeks. When you shoot a gun in a public place anywhere, you have taken away the sacredness of life and humanity. She says conflicts between local crews and gangs are to blame. Her message to them? There's only two things that happen here. You end up in jail, or you end up in the ground. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And some students at a Frederick County, Maryland high school are facing disciplinary consequences from their school district after a fight involving students and adults last night. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says several students and adults got into the fight in the main hallway of Tuscarora High while the girls' varsity basketball game against Linganore was underway at the school. Deputies showed up to stop the fight and clear the hallway with the help of school employees. The deputies stayed at the high school until the game was over. No charges were filed. The Republican who lost his bid to be Maryland governor is taking his argument over counting mail-in ballots to the U.S. Supreme Court. Dan Cox wants the high court justices to review a decision by a Montgomery County judge in September. It allowed the State Board of Elections to permit ballot counting as early as October 1st due to the expected large amount of mail-in ballots. The Baltimore Sun reports Cox's attorney argues that the judge's ruling was flawed. Coming up after traffic and weather, TV Guide's Matt Rausch tells us about a new HBO thriller. It's 11.07. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy, like, uh, 
1-800-926-1123. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Sandy. Good trip on the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery in Prince George's County. Delays non-existent now. Eastbound Route 50 as you head toward Whitehall Road. That crash is gone. All your travel lanes are open. But going across the Bay Bridge, keep in mind wind warnings are in effect, so use caution. Otherwise, if you're traveling in Wheaton, Glenmont, Georgia Avenue, Henderson Avenue, all lanes blocked and you're under police direction for the down pole and the down wires there, they're working to fix the situation. No problems on 270. I-95 is cleared. Northbound BW Parkway on the brakes in the usual spot as you head toward Powder Mill Road. In the district, southbound DC 295 delays as you head toward East Capitol Street. If you're in Virginia, northbound on the George Washington Parkway may have the work zone set up between 123 and the Beltway where a single right lane gets you by there. Otherwise, traveling on 66, you're in good shape. I-95 southbound on the brakes going across the Occoquan down to 123. Northbound slows and separate stretches between Triangle and the Springfield interchange where travel lanes are reported to be open as you continue on to I-395. No problems on I-395 up to and across the 14th Street Bridge if travel lanes are open. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. And now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. Skies will stay mostly cloudy over the next several hours. Partial clearing later this afternoon. It's going to be windy and cold. Highs low to mid-40s. Wind chills in the 20s and 30s. Clear, breezy, cold overnight. Lows will be in the 20s. Sunny and breezy on Sunday with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Sunshine, lighter winds on Monday. Highs low to mid-50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. At area airports, it's 36 degrees at Reagan National, 34 at Dulles, 36 at BWI Marshall. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1110. On these cold days of January, it's nice to settle in and have a new show to watch. Joining us with some suggestions is TV Guide's Matt Rausch. Matt, good morning. HBO has a new series that starts this weekend. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, it's called The Last of Us, and it's based on a based on a popular video game. And me not being a gamer, my expectations are pretty low because most times you adapt a video game, it comes off as sort of a soulless enterprise as a, as a movie or a TV series. But in this case, I, I should never have underestimated HBO. Their stuff tends to be really good. And The Last of Us kind of reminded me of the early days of The Walking Dead in terms of its intensity and its sort of emotional power. It's a it's you know one of those post apocalyptic series where there's so many of them, but uh, this one has echoes of 28 Days Later echoes of the road basically it stars um pedro pascal who was the mandalorian but also in game of thrones who's a survivor of this uh mutant fun
fungus virus thing that turns people into monsters. And uh, 20 years after the outbreak, uh, he is uh, sort of uh, challenged to escort this young girl, played by Game of Thrones' Bella Ramsey, a terrific young actress, um, who may be the cure for humanity. And they go, you know, across this, you know, hellscape landscape of America that's been transformed. And it's one of those kind of things. But the thrills are really thrilling. And the emotional uh, stories that they tell, sometimes the people whose paths they cross, uh, are, are just really interesting stories. It's a nine-part series. I imagine it will have a longer life than just the one season. But I was really engrossed by it the whole time. And I, it, it's, I guess I, I always like it when my low expectations are, are, are basically raised by what I see. So huh. it was a really good show. And it's very different from The Walking Dead? Or similar. Well, yeah, in some ways it is. I don't think it's quite as bleak as, you know, The Walking Dead just became so repetitive in terms of trying to create new horrible people who were even worse than the zombies. <laughs> in this case, it's not quite that way. It's much more interesting in terms of who they meet along the way. Okay. And next down to late night, I didn't realize The Daily Show was carrying on without Trevor Noah. Yeah, well, actually hadn't been. When he stepped down in December, it's been dark for a while. But now it comes back on Tuesday. And for the next couple of months, you'll see a, a rotating weekly guest host. It'll be a different guest host every week. I'm not sure if these are auditions or just opportunities. And they haven't given any kind of a timetable into when they'll name a full-time replacement for Trevor Noah. But it starts on Tuesday with Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. In weeks to come, it'll be Wanda Sykes, D.L. Hughley, Chelsea Handler, who definitely likes to be in Late Night, Sarah Silverman, and many, many more, including maybe some of the cast members of the show. The correspondents might take the anchor desk for a week here and there. So we'll see uh, whether any of these actually will come to fruition. But that is a pretty important um, uh, job right there. And whoever takes it, I have a feeling it probably won't be a white guy named Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sort of like the Jeopardy auditions. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, maybe some of these will really pop out. So we'll see what really happens. But I, but it is a pretty important gig. And uh, I, at some point this year, they'll have to name a full-time host. Okay, thank you, Matt. You bet. TV Guide's Matt Rausch. It's 1113. When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. And they try the art supports. It's a light-up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Good Feet Store and our art support specialist have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. That's why this job is so important. They're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Art Supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities, and I love it. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. At Diamonds Direct, we want to make something very clear. We will absolutely beat the price of any comparable diamond that you find anywhere else. No fine print, no disclaimers, just a rock-solid, unqualified nationwide price guarantee. This goes for 1-carat diamonds as well as 15- and 20-carat diamonds. You see, at Diamonds Direct, we're more than just another jewelry store. We're part of a world diamond powerhouse with direct access to the world's top diamond mines. We have our own diamond cutters, too, so we are active in every aspect of the diamond market every single day, from 
source to showroom. So when you see a diamond somewhere else, online or in a store, or from some so-called supplier, just know that Apples for Apples, you will get a better price at Diamonds Direct. Our volume, our connections, our buying power make this possible, and it's why we've never, ever lost a sale due to price. So at a time when value means so much, we invite you to take this challenge and let us prove it. Day in and day out, you will always get a better quality diamond at a better price at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Ahead in money news. Big week for D.C. restaurants, but they still can't get a break. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Ben Raby. All right, Sandy, we're getting set for Super Wild Card Weekend, and never before in NFL playoff history has a rookie seventh-round pick ever started at quarterback. Now we'll change this weekend with not one, but two seventh-round rookies starting at QB. Coming up this afternoon, 49ers rookie Brock Purdy looks to keep rolling as the Niners take on the Seahawks. Purdy 5-0 and as a starter since taking over for the injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Then tomorrow will be the Dolphins' Skylar Thompson starting against the Bills. Thompson taking in the seventh round, 247th overall last spring. As for the Bills, Buffalo very much a sentimental favorite to get to the Super Bowl given all that that region in western New York and the team itself have been through over the past few weeks. And how about this from the Bills? Recognizing a resident from western New York, the man who became known as Merry Christmas Jay. He rescued about 24 folks during that snowstorm over the holidays and yesterday Bills legend Thurman Thomas presenting Jay with a pair of tickets for the Super Bowl in Arizona. We love you. We know what you did on Christmas Eve. was very heroic, and you're our hero. And the Bills and I, Mark, want to present you with these tickets to go watch the Super Bowl. I just want to say thank you for all you did, and we love you. Buffalo loves you, buddy. You're a hero to us and everyone else. Thank you, man. It's awesome stuff right there. The city of Buffalo, they call it the city of good neighbors, and no better example than that right there. And again, the Bills beginning their playoff quest tomorrow against the Miami Dolphins. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. Very cool, Ben. Okay, thank you very much. It's 1117. Whether or not to keep the streetery on Norfolk Avenue in Bethesda is before Montgomery County leaders. It's been a very popular place during the pandemic. The question Montgomery County is asking. Five or ten years in the future, what does Norfolk Avenue look like? Matt Johnson is with Montgomery County's Department of Transportation. So, For example, we could remove the curbs and make it all level and have it all be like sidewalk elevation. If we were to close it to cars, we could maybe put trees there or a fountain or other kinds of features, or maybe we don't do those things. But Johnson says the county's also aware of other needs that have to be addressed, like trash pickup, loading space, and even pickup and drop-off locations for ride shares and food delivery drivers. What we really want to do now is get feedback. Find a link to the survey at WTOP.com or attend a public meeting in March. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. New missile attacks are underway in Ukraine. We'll have updates from WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green. A special counsel has been nam- nominated after documents marked classified were found at two separate locations connected to President Biden. And the lucky sole winner of last night's huge Mega Millions jackpot bought that ticket in Maine. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. It's 1118. 
traffic and weather on the 8th. Rob Stallworth is in the WTOP Traffic Center. And yes, as soon as I get off, I will be driving the main to pick up my tickets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> traffic on the Beltway in Maryland. Pretty good shape through Montgomery in Prince George's County. Slowdowns on the BW Parkway northbound as you leave 193 headed toward Powder Mill Road. No problems on Route 50 as you make your way out of the Capitol Beltway headed toward the eastern shore. Delays going across the Bay Bridge eastbound. They have one stopped in the roadway there on the eastbound span of the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, but we still have those wind warnings in effect, so watch out for that. No problems on I-95 right now. You guys are in good shape on 270 as you leave Frederick headed toward Rockville. The Beltway in Virginia running well between Alexandria and McLean. No problems on 66 right now. You guys are in good shape. I-95 southbound on the brakes as you leave Lorton headed toward 123. Then further south as you leave Garrisonville headed toward the Rappahannock River. Northbound I-95 off and on the brakes in separate stretches between the Centerport Parkway and Garrisonville. Once you get past the Prince William Parkway, you're in good shape toward the Springfield Interchange. And on I-395 going up to and across the 14th Street Bridge in Woodbridge, Route 1. Near the Prince William Parkway, that's where we have the reported some fire department activity, so watch out if you're in that location. Traveling in the district, DC 295 delays easing past Benning Road headed toward East Capitol Street. Your travel lanes are open and available there. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Mike, a pretty wintry-looking sky out there today. Uh, yeah, it has been a cold morning across the region. Some areas even saw a couple of snowflakes. Uh, they, of course, they didn't imagine anything because they were very light. And we're going to hold on a cloud cover for a couple of more hours, but I think we'll start to see a little bit of sunshine this afternoon, especially across the northern and western suburbs. But all in all, just a chilly, raw afternoon with rather windy conditions. Our highs upper 30s to mid-40s, and we'll see wind chills in the 20s to lower 30s. Skies will clear tonight. It'll be breezy and cold. Lows lower 20 suburbs, upper 20s the district. Good deal of sunshine tomorrow, but still rather breezy and chilly with highs in the mid to upper 40s. For Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday, better weather, lots of sunshine, lighter winds, and warmer temperatures. Highs will be in the low to mid 50s. There could be some showers on Tuesday. Highs upper 50s. Right now, Gaithersburg, 30. And Sandy, we've got a temperature of 36 at Reagan National. It's 31 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, the story of a teacher who apparently inadvertently sent explicit images to students. It's 1121. At Court Furniture Outlets, you'll find new looks and new savings on everything you need to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable. Court Furniture prices are always super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. Now, save even more during Court Furniture Outlets' home decor and more sale event. You'll save on a huge selection of upholstery, including sofa and chair sets, starting at Four forty-nine accent chairs and bedroom sets, mattresses, dining sets, and office furniture, all at amazing prices. Plus, mention promo code BOGO to receive buy one get one free on all lamps and wall art. As an extra bonus, all year-end closeout deals have been extended with five locations in the DMV, in Capitol Heights, Rockville, and Cadenceville, Maryland, and in Alexandria and Chantilly, Virginia. Or go to CourtFurnitureOutlet.com. That's C-O-R-T FurnitureOutlet.com. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. 
American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. This is WTOP News. At 1123, police in Prince George's County are no longer investigating the case of a high school teacher for explicit photos that were emailed to every student in the school. Police now say the teacher is not facing charges, and it's up to the school to figure it out. An email from a teacher containing sexually explicit images went out to every student at Dr. Henry Wise Jr. High School. In a letter home to parents, Principal Taryn Washington says the employee inadvertently emailed the message and, quote, immediate action was taken by school administrators to retract the correspondence. However, many individuals saw the photos and have since shared them with others. It's unclear what is depicted in the photos, but Washington asks students not to share them and is making counselors and a mental health clinician available for their support. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. The Maryland General Assembly is back to work. Concerns over how students are doing academically is turning into a big part of its agenda. In terms of education, I think number one issue is going to have to deal with learning loss from post-pandemic. Maryland Senate President Bill Ferguson says there are a number of strategies to deal with fallout from the pandemic in the state's blueprint for Maryland's future, the state education reform plan. What matters most is academic achievement. We know that the pandemic had a hugely negative impact on that, and we have to find a way to catch back up. He's putting another idea out there. Well, I'll be putting forward a bill that is a, a statewide grant competition for all schools to participate in to apply to do extended day or extended years um, and have some pilot demonstration projects of what schools can look like with a different schedule. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. An update now in the case against one of the teenagers charged in the shooting of Washington Commander Brian Robinson. The 17-year-old who has not been identified because of his age is pleading guilty to assault with a dangerous weapon and carrying a pistol without a license. The Washington Post says the team will be committed to the custody of D.C.'s youth services until at least 20. The 17-year-old and a 15-year-old tried to rob Brian Robinson in Northeast in August. In court, it was revealed that the 15-year-old is accused of pulling the trigger. He's pleaded not guilty and goes to trial January 24th. Robinson missed four weeks of gains recovering from being shot twice in the leg. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. It's 1125. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaum. D.C.'s Winter Restaurant Week starts Monday. There are 270 D.C. area restaurants this year offering multi-course brunches, lunches, and dinners from neighborhood grub to white tablecloth restaurants. Restaurant Week's really just for foodies, right? Absolutely not. Restaurant Week is is for everyone. Bring Lottie Dottie and everybody. It's a great time out. Get out of your culinary comfort zone. That's what... That's what I like to tell people, and, and just explore. That's Sean Townsend, president of the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington. D.C. restaurants are still struggling, and it is not COVID anymore. You've got supply chain issues. You've got, you know, workforce shortages, the increase in food and increase in rent and utility costs, inflation. Snowball effect of these challenges, unfortunately, it may create a hill too steep to climb for eateries that are often operating on razor-thin margins. Restaurant week runs through January 22nd. Jeff Claybaugh. 
WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, renewed missile attacks by Moscow have been targeting multiple Ukrainian cities, including Kiev. We'll talk about it with our J.J. Green. 1126. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from 